Hi everyone, welcome back to Sweet Serenities. My name is Tate or Tatum, you can call me whichever. Hi guys, uh, welcome back. So, today I want to talk. Like, genuinely, deeply talk. So, I laid out today's episode, but (laughs) I also want to talk about something else first. Because it came in my mind and I'm not one to deny thoughts that deserve to be recognized. (laughs) I was literally just downstairs five minutes ago making pasta for my lunch tomorrow. And I was like, oh, let me watch my old YouTube video because I have a channel. I just never post on it. And no, there are no public videos because I took them down. (laughs) But there is one video. That was my very first video. And it was right after my breakup with my ex-boyfriend. And I was talking about how that first week of healing had been and everything that was going through my mind and how I was feeling and the growth I was making. Obviously, it was only a week after the breakup, so there's not like any massive amount of growth, but I was I was standing there watching this video of myself from a year ago, like actually a year ago. And <laughs> holy crap. Um I have changed a lot. Not only because my hair has grown quite a bit. Um <laughs> But my mannerisms are different. Um, I have different opinions of my ex-boyfriend than I did at that week away from the breakup. Um, A lot has changed. Hell, I have a podcast now. Like, that's a massive change. Um, So let's talk about that video. Um, You may have not seen it. I hope you haven't seen it because that's... Yeah, let's just hope you haven't seen it. Um... (laughs) So in this video, I'm sitting at my desk, right? And I'm just I'm just kind of talking to myself, which I do a lot. Um, before I had a podcast, I would just usually record when I was feeling something big and I would just talk to myself, which I still do sometimes, but it's, it's nice to have a podcast because I can talk about it and share those thoughts with other people and they maybe relate and find someone who feels the same way. And it's just really nice. I like it. It's, it's been a great growth for me. Um, but that's what I used to do. And so I'm sitting at my desk and I'm just talking and it's exactly a week after my breakup with him. And first of all, (laughs) in this video, I'm saying that (laughs) I'm going to be very careful about how I say this because I don't want it to come off in any negative sense of of the way. But um, I'm saying that I still love him. I'm still in love with him. I think he's a great person. Hopefully we meet each other down the line in life. I still have a massive amount of respect for him. All these kinds of things, right? Let's break that down first because <laughs> I'm no in no way saying that that relationship I had was invalid or should be ignored in any way. Every relationship, every romantic and platonic relationship in your life is extremely important to your growth as a person and the places that you'll be in life. So I'm not saying that that relationship wasn't important. I'm grateful for that relationship. I'm happy it happened. It taught me so much. But... A year later, I don't view him as the same person. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying he's a villain or he's a bad person. I'm just saying I don't view him the same way, which is okay. You're allowed to view your ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, ex-partner in a different way a long time down the line. That's okay. But right now, a year later from that video, I don't feel the same way about him. I don't still love him. I don't necessarily hope that we meet later down the line. I mean, whatever happens, happens, and I'm okay with that, but I'm not necessarily wishing for it. You know, things have changed, and that's okay. Hell, things have changed in such a drastic way. I'm in a different relationship now. 
hell, I'm in a relationship with a woman. <laughs> a year ago, I had no idea I was gay. I mean, I was thinking it. I was thinking it for a really long time, multiple years on end, but I never knew it. And then I realized I was gay. <laughs> you know? Things happen. It was a massive change for me. Um, another thing in that video, which I knew immediately after my breakup that this was something that wasn't going to stick around because it's just, I know myself pretty well. Um, after that breakup, literally the day of, like an hour after I ended it with him, I was like on a euphoric level (laughs) of happiness. Um, I was jumping up and down my room physically. I was dancing to music. I was smiling harder than I think I've smiled in a really long time. And it, it was intoxicating how happy I was, which usually someone isn't after breaking up with someone. Um, but I was, and that also showed in the video In the video, I was insanely, insanely calm. Um, I was breathing slowly, talking slowly, which I already have a hard time with. So I literally have speak slow on the top of every one of my journal entries for my podcast, which I'm already failing at, but that's okay. Um, and I have those, I was doing those things. But (laughs) it didn't last, obviously, as we can tell with me speaking fast now. But it was such an odd thing for me to watch because I'm insanely peaceful in this video. And I just seem so, I seem so calm and so at one with myself, which I'm happy about, you know. To be a week out of a breakup and feel that stable, in a sense, unheard of. (laughs) Um... But I was proud of myself for it, honestly. And watching that girl, yes, I don't agree with how she felt then. You know, a a year later, my feelings have changed. But also a year later, I envy the girl that I was a year ago. Sure, in that moment, maybe I was, you know, a little too calm. I should have been a little more hectic, you know. I think it would have been healthier for me to be a little more hectic. But I envy it. That level of solitude and peacefulness, God, that that was nice. It was nice to know that. Hell, I'm thinking right now, I'm sitting in the exact same place I was a year ago. I mean, it looks different because a lot has changed, but it's the exact same place. Um, And, you know, I, I come from two very different spaces in my mind because half of me envies the girl that I was a year ago not because I was in a relationship with another person or because hell my hair was shorter or anything in any sense of the way except for the fact that I was so calm in those 10 minutes of that video (laughs) but another half of me knows that two hours after that video was posted I was sobbing my eyes out you know that's something you don't see that's something no one ever sees on the internet. I post that video and I'm so proud of myself. And, you know, I'm so happy that I'm okay. Two hours later, I'm not okay. You know, I'm the kind of person, it's really difficult for me to make... Mm, let me backtrack. In the past, it has been very difficult for me to make big decisions and feel like it was the right decision. You know, breakups, friendships, jobs, hell. It was... It's. It was really hard for me to make big decisions and feel strongly that I did the right thing. And so two hours later, I broke down crying because I didn't know if breaking up with with him was the right thing to do. A year later, sure, sometimes I still have a hard time making big decisions. Because it can be scary. 
I quit my job and that was scary. It wasn't scary because it was a big career that I've been working for my entire life. No, it was, it was a little job and I'm a teenager. But it was scary because it was a big change to me. And if any of you know me, I'm a hugely consistent person. Yes, my room gets dirty sometimes and it stays like that for a few weeks. I'm not saying consistent like that. I'm saying consistent as in if there is... If a big thing changes in my life, it throws my entire body for a spin. My entire emotional system, like, I'm I'm off. And even little changes, too. Like, um, a change in someone's mood can drastically affect me because I... I don't know the direct reason behind it. I have my suspicions, but... Growing up, I've always been very in tune when the people's emotions change or how they're feeling. And I can tell when, when, when their mood changes and shifts and I immediately notice it and then I know it's my fault. Or I assume it's my fault and then it just it racks at me for a really long time. And so that can really mess with me too. And so big decisions and big changes really affect me. And so in that video, I look all calm but two hours later, I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> um... Which is nuts to me. So part of me envies that girl. The girl who was calm in the video. But then I also remember that the two hours later. And that I don't miss that girl. Don't get me wrong. I loved the girl that I was a year ago. You know, she deserves that love. Every, every stage of my life, every chapter in my book deserves love. You know, that girl always deserves love. But I'm happy with the girl I am now. Which I'm sure in another year... I won't miss the girl I am now and I'll like the girl I am then better. You know, that's, I think that's just how most growth goes. Yes, growth isn't exponential and obviously there's going to be some downs, but, um, I think that's how it goes. I'm okay with it. Okay, let's actually talk about today's episode because that was 10 minutes of me talking about something else, but that's okay. Um, let me get a drink of Dr. Pepper real quick. If you don't know that about me, I'm a huge Dr. Pepper fan. It's kind of really bad, actually. Okay. Um, the episode today that I did want to talk about before is um, brick walls. Now, not the physical things, because sure, those are cool, but um, like brick walls with yourself. You feel like you're stuck at a brick wall and you're not moving anywhere. So, a big thing with me is that I have really big feelings of purpose for my life I feel like I'm supposed to do great things in the world which I'm really grateful that I have those feelings because I know I I talk to some people and they feel like I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with my life and yeah sometimes I don't know what I'm supposed to do but I know what I want to do and I know that I have these massive feelings of purpose within myself but sometimes I confuse those feelings of purpose with having no prospects with that brick wall you know, right now I'm having a hard time finding a job. And as a teenager, that's not a massive deal, but I have things I need to save up for like college and a car. And so not having a job right now is really, it's really bugging me. I also feel like I have too much free time on my hands and I need a job. (laughs) Um, you know, it can be difficult to have self growth struggles. Sometimes you feel like you're not making the growth you should be at that rate. And it can really feel like it's setting you back. And you can also have really stagnant relationships or friendships your relationship with your partner can come to a standstill and you feel like you're making no growth with each other or like you're just constantly fighting or that you just feel pretty meh with each other or even with your friendships. I definitely have had friendships where it just feels like 
I don't know where this is going anymore. Maybe this shouldn't be a friendship anymore. And that's okay, but it is, I, I correlate that with brick walls. I also think from a student's standpoint, this time of year can be really, really easy to find yourself at a brick wall because, you know, let's say you have a sport this season, I have a sport this season, and then you have big tests coming up, you have AP tests, you have finals, some people are graduating and they're going to college, and some 8th graders are coming into high school and they're crapping themselves because they're terrified, and they should be, but... (laughs) you know this time of year I find as a student can be really stressful and really demanding on your body and your your being and so finding that brick wall I think is pretty common this time of year um emotional brick walls are something that I've faced a few times I'm sure we all have I think that it's something you're bound to face at some point at some point you just Oh, you just, you hit a wall. (laughs) Um, I'm a very in tune person with how I'm feeling all the time. I know when I'm anxious. I know when I need a break. I can tell the second that something has changed within my emotions. You know, I'm very aware of it and I'm happy that I am. And I've worked a really long time at being aware of my emotions and how I'm feeling and what my body needs. And so an emotional brick wall can be really really difficult for me because I'm so used to knowing how I'm feeling all the time and and even feeling what like knowing what everyone around me is feeling you know I'm used to knowing what people are feeling whether that's them telling me or me figuring it out things like that um emotional brick walls can be really difficult for me because I'm just sitting there I'm like I don't know what I feel or I don't know what's wrong with me you know (laughs) the other day um Yeah, I think it's completely normal to cry randomly. You know, sometimes you don't know why you're crying. Usually I have a a reason for crying. It's it's pretty rare that I just randomly cry. But a few days ago, I'm sitting in my bed and I put my phone down for a second and I just bust out crying. You know, I'm just like sitting there for my like in my bed for probably 10 minutes and I'm just crying. And it just it just keeps going and it keeps getting harder and I just keep going. And I don't know why. Um, I later did some talking with myself and analyzing what I was feeling. And I I know now why I was crying, but in that moment I was just crying. (laughs) Um, and I think, I think hitting a brick wall can, can put you in a space where sometimes you might feel empty. Sometimes you, you don't know what you're feeling or sometimes you're feeling so much that you just choose to not feel it anymore, which I've definitely done. And I do it sometimes when I don't want to. It's something that I've worked very hard to step back from because I know that it's not healthy for my being and it it doesn't help me in any way. So I've tried my best to stop doing that. Of course, it's still going to happen sometimes because I've done it for so long my entire life, just not feeling it. And so it's pretty easy for me to do that. But I, I haven't done it in a really long time because I know it's not good for me. But my output for that energy that I would usually turn off is I space out a lot. <laughs> um, if any of you know me in real life, I space out a ton, at least 20 times a day. I space out and people will snap their fingers, they'll wave their arms in front of me. Sometimes they'll even shake me and sometimes I just won't even notice. They're speaking to me and they're shaking me or whatever and I just won't notice. 
and it'll take me a second and then I'll realize like oh someone's talking to you and then I'll come back to it but it's easy for me to space out um back to brick walls um it's easy to find a brick wall when we don't know what we want to do next with our life or with jobs or sports or even losing people um I lost my um my uncle but I wasn't super close with him but I know even losing him then I hit a brick wall because I didn't know what I didn't know what to do. I mean, I lost my great grandma and I'm I'm very close with my great grandma now spiritually, but I was really young when that happened and so it didn't really affect me as much as I don't want to say as much, but um as powerfully as it did in the moment with losing my uncle. Um, because I knew my uncle and we had memories together and stuff like that. And so losing him was different than losing my great grandma. And so that hit me in a brick wall because I didn't understand what I was feeling. I had never really lost someone like that before. Um, and so I didn't know how to process my emotions. I didn't know what to do next. Um, I didn't know how people were supposed to process emotions of losing others. I didn't know how my aunt was doing and that was driving me nuts because I really, I don't know what it is about me. And I don't want to say this is a bad thing. I think this is a great thing that I do. But when it comes to losses or heartbreak or anything along that, my first instinct is what about the other person? Are they okay? And I think that's a great thing about me. I think that shows that I'm very nurturing, but it also shows that I don't, take care of myself sometimes and so in those moments I was thinking is my aunt okay how can I help her how can I be there for her I want her to know that she's loved and she is safe and I want her to know that her feelings are valid and she can cry as long as she needs to you know but I didn't know what to do and so that definitely put me in a brick in a brick wall but um right now like I said finding a job is a brick wall for me but also sports are a really big brick wall for me right now um I won't get super into it just because I think that's something I need to fully process on my own before I share it on here. And I'll definitely be talking to my therapist about it so I can hopefully work through it um, at a faster rate than I would on my own just dwelling on those thoughts. But right now, sports are really a giant brick wall for me. And it just, it honestly, it's to that brick wall, like I said, where I just turn off my feelings, where I just, I don't want to feel it anymore. I'm just sick of it. And I just turn it off. I just stop feeling it. And so that I'm trying to work through right now. You know, today I had practice and <laughs> I immediately went to brick wall and I just, I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't feel anything. I was just hitting a freaking golf ball. And it wasn't on purpose. It was just kind of like an instinct. And so I'm I'm trying to work through it. But when I figure that out, I'll talk to you more about it. Um, so now I want to talk about how we break down our brick wall. Which is really freaking difficult. And unless you have an emotional sledgehammer... <laughs> sorry, I'm kidding. Let me go back to this. So I have a few um, solutions that personally help for me. Like I say, we're all different and we're all our unique beings. So whatever works for me may not work for you or something that works for you may not work for me. And that's totally okay. I just want to put out there the things that work for me and maybe they'll work for you. So um, at the beginning of breaking down my brick wall, I like to do something that gives me peace of mind. Because I my first thing is accepting that I'm at a brick wall right now. I need to identify that that's there and that's how I'm feeling and that's what's in front of me. And I need to find a peace of mind with it and know that it's okay. And so I like to do small consistencies like skincare, journaling, making my bed or getting outside. 
those things kind of, they pull me back down to earth, they ground me, they remind me that, you know, everything's okay, yes, you feel like there's a brick wall in front of you, okay, that's fine, yeah, it's really challenging right now, and and that's okay, but it's gonna be okay, you know, you have all these things that make you feel good, and they remind you, like, hey, you're still okay, these normal things from when you don't have a brick wall in front of you are also still here, and so you have the possibility to remove the brick wall and smash it down, um, the next thing I like to do is take time to learn what I love. So I already know a lot of things that make me happy, but I'm always open to find new things. Obviously, I'm kind of a hobby hopper and I'm okay with that. Um, the few things that I know that I love are music, meditating, obviously my podcast, um, and also learning. I really like reading self-growth books and I don't know why I said it like that, but I do like reading self-growth books and then also listening to podcasts and people's YouTube videos about their growth journey. Um, that's kind of been my kick for a really long time now is people's growth journey and their tips and tricks on self-growth and all those kinds of things. I really eat that stuff up. I love it to death. Also reading, just reading in general. Uh, I have tons and tons of books and I have not read anywhere near as many books as I have. Like I, I genuinely need to get on that, but I do love reading. And why I say you should take the time to learn what you love, only if you want to, obviously. Um, Because it again reminds you that those things that you love, that are there whenever you don't find a brick wall in front of you, they're also there whenever you find the brick wall in front of you. It reminds you, yes, I have this struggle right now, but these things are still there for me. These, These outlets are still there to help me and make me feel you know, some sense of joy or peace or love. And it reminds you like, hey, I'm in a hard time right now, but I still have this, which is like I say, it's it's kind of a grateful. You're grateful that you have that thing and you can bring it in to your space where you have the brick wall and it'll slowly start breaking down your brick wall. Um, I also like to talk with someone. So I obviously have a therapist. I love her. She's amazing. She helps me in so many ways. You can also talk to a friend or a loved one. I'm also, again, going to say getting a therapist is the best thing I've ever done. Love it so much. Um, I would say that finding someone who relates can help in so many ways. I think we all find feelings of a brick wall at some point in our life and we just don't like to talk about it with people because it can be really difficult to talk about your struggles because you don't want to feel like you're further behind in life than somebody else or your life is harder than somebody else or like you're complaining or something. None of those things are the reality though. We all have our own journeys. We're all feeling different things. We're all finding our brick walls at different times in our life. But some of us are finding them at the same exact time. So find someone who relates to you. Find someone who is stressed out because of school or sports. Or find someone who feels like they're stagnant in their relationship. I'm not saying seek out these people. But talk to someone you trust and maybe they feel the exact same way. You know, talking to someone who can relate... It, I don't want to say it validates your feelings because your feelings should already feel validated on their own. Your feelings are valid without telling anyone else. Your feelings are always valid. But talking to someone else feels relatable. It feels like, okay, somebody else is going through this too. That means we can both get through it together. We can both work through it. And when we can compare, you know, what we're both doing, how's it going? And maybe you make a friend out of it. Um, the last thing I have sorry that's my dad (laughs) he's taking the dogs out 
<laughs> um, the last thing I have is your brick wall only exists if you build it. I like to view my brick wall after I've addressed my brick wall and all the other steps I gave you guys. I like to I like to break down my brick wall by knowing that it's not a wall. It's time to reset and time for opportunities. So yes, these struggles are present and they can really diminish, you know, you as a person on a daily basis. But it only exists if you let it exist. You know, I like to tell myself that so many times because, you know, with sports right now, I only let that those negative feelings or that pain exist, if I let it exist, if I give it that power to have a change over who I am as a person or what I'm feeling in that moment, that brick wall only exists if you build it or if you let it be there. Those emotions, those people, those things around you, they do not have an effect on you unless you give them that power. And so, Yes, there's a wall in front of you, but who said that this brick wall is negative? Who even said this brick wall exists? If you can't find the power to say that this brick wall doesn't exist, okay, that's okay. Let it exist, but also let it be a chance for you to reset and find new opportunities in life. That brick wall may exist in your world, and that's fine. I The brick wall doesn't exist in my world because I choose to not let it exist. But if it exists in your world and you're okay with it, that's perfect. Let it exist. Break down the freaking wall. But realize that that brick wall might not be so negative. That brick wall may be the universe saying, hey, take a minute. Realize what is going on in your life. Take a minute to slow down because so much is going on. And you need to take it in in a healthy way. And then knock the brick wall down and say, okay, I processed it. It's time to move forward. I need to keep going. And that's okay. That's what you should do. That's the healthy thing to do. And I'm not saying that's the only way to do it. You know, this is my way of doing it, but this is what works for me. And this is what I found to be so energetically powerful. That brick wall doesn't exist unless you let it exist. I know today's episode was a little all over the place. Actually, that's such a lie. This is one more structured than my past few videos have been because I actually wrote it down. Aren't we proud? We should be because that's great for me. I'm really, I'm really high five. You know, it was pretty cool of me. Um, I know we talked about a few different topics, but this video to me, or it's not video, this podcast episode to me, honestly, just talking it out right now for these past 25 minutes have been really, really helpful for me because I needed to process the emotions of rewatching that video and process the emotions of the brick wall that I have been feeling lately, but that brick wall doesn't exist for me. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to my cute little podcast that will hopefully one day make it big. A girl can really, really dream. Hopefully lucky girl syndrome comes in clutch. Um, (laughs) I love you all so much. Have a great evening, night, morning, whenever you're watching this. Um, Remember to work hard at the end of the year. It can be really easy to drop off. I know I'm 100% dropping off. I have senioritis and I'm only a junior, but um, that's okay. Remember to work hard. Take time for yourself, though. Take time to spend with your family and your friends and your loved ones because those people make you feel the best. Um, I love you all. I hope you have a great night. See you later.